Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I love it. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Game one goes to the Nuggets, 104-93, a game that wasn't in doubt once we got to the midway point of the second quarter. Joining us now on the hotline to break it all down, is there a way forward for the Heat? Longtime friend of the show, NBA insider Mark Medina. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. Mark, I said before the series, Nuggets in four. Nothing I saw tonight is going to take me away from that. I'm still thinking Nuggets in four. Yeah, I mean, you got one, you got the first right, three more. Um, look, I think in advance, I gotta just apologize for your behalf because I'm, I'm wondering that internally, do you almost want the Heat to win? Because by extension, it makes the Knicks look better. But in this case, maybe it made them look worse. Um, so I digress. Wow, but, I have not, no, no, I'd rather be right. And I'd rather be right with Nuggets and four because the Knicks have lost no matter what, right? Yeah, it, that you know, ain't coming back. No matter what. Maybe in an alternate universe. I mean, look, I would have been okay with if, you know, look, let's just say 
the the Heat took care of the Celtics in four games, right? It was a sweep, and we had like 12 days in between games. Yeah. I'm okay if at that point the Lakers and the Knicks played like a best of five for third place. Like, that would have been kind of fun. Hey, they're going to play for third place. Best of five, you know, to, to something to take up that uh I think they should anyway. Right then. I think they should fun. anyway, because yeah. if we're going to have tournaments in season, let's do it in the post. Yeah. Let's put someone else in that bronze medal place. Could have that, would, that, that idea really would have driven LeBron James into retirement. <laughs> <laughs> He's sitting out the entire series. Wait, they've got another series. This isn't going to be all about me. You know what? Well, to answer your question about is it over, I mean, I think Miami can at least like get a game or keep it competitive. There is low-hanging fruit that Max Strauss and Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson couldn't shoot a ball in the ocean tonight, and that is atypical. But I think the larger point that you make, there's nothing that they can do defensively against the Nuggets. Like Nicole Jokic, triple-double machine. Jamal Murray's going to be an all-star next season. They got Michael Porter Jr. healthy. got so much depth. I don't know what they can do. So to answer your question, it feels like it's over. Maybe not a sweep just because I think, you know, Miami will keep it competitive. Maybe it's a gentleman's, but it does seem inevitable that we're going to talk about other NBA storylines because that's what we do when the Nuggets win. Maybe it'll be about, oh, Miami found some sort of adjustment late in game one that's going to matter. Or maybe LeBron, you know, adds some more Da Vinci code uh, clues on whether he's going to retire or not. Or, you know, Adam Silver left some weird cryptic messages before the game saying, we decided not to announce what John Morant's discipline is because we didn't want to take away attention from the finals, but we have concluded what his punishment is going to be. So that's just going to create more speculation what the punishment's going to be during the finals. So, <laughs> Yeah, we'll get to that guy in, in, in a few minutes here, Mark, with uh, when we're talking about Silver and the John Morant uh, experience. What would have really been funny, though, is if someone did come and start asking Michael Malone questions about getting outscored in the fourth quarter and what they figured out, because then we could have the Lakers game one, you know, part two. Yeah, I mean, look, in fairness to Michael Malone, he was lamenting the fourth quarter execution, how the Heat, sure. you know, overcame, uh, you know, the deficit and, you know, made it single digits. But I think that was more of coach speak and trying to keep the guys sharp for game two, all that stuff. And, you know, he respects the Heat for what they've done. But, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't look at this game as thinking, oh, the, Miami figured something yeah. out late in the game. This was Denver dominating for the most part from start to finish and even if offensively Miami can make some improvements the, the Nuggets offensive machine is just so well oiled and I, I just don't see any fundamental weaknesses that they can really expose. No I think you got to keep Michael Malone on his toes and you, you got to ask him in the post game hey Michael uh, big win over the heat tonight do you think that if you played like this and you played the Lakers it would be that <laughs> big a win? Do you, do you think so? Or, or can you limit them? Can you cut down on the free throws your guys allowed Miami in this game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How about, how about this? Um, you know, while we're on the show, what if we just break some news here? I mean, Scott Perry was dismissed as the next GM. Like, Jason, can you confirm or deny that you might be in the running this front office uh, search? And the reason I ask is you put me on the spot on your show about the Lakers coaching search and whether I was a candidate, and I've heard that maybe you're in the mix there. So let's break some news while we're at it. I, I actually have two interviews. I, I may as well say I have an interview with the Knicks to be their new GM. I also have an interview to play harmonica in James Dolan's band. 
So I, they're both Ooh. at the same time, yes. I guess yeah. how do we handicap? Which uh, spot will you wind up most likely getting? Uh, well, I would say since I can't play the harmonica at all, I kind of talk my way into it, better chance of me being the Knicks GM. Wow. You heard it here first, everyone. <laughs> we got breaking news. <laughs> Because I also I also have an interview to be the guy that counts Monty Williams money. And so that, that's something that, you know, but it's going to take a while. So that's a job that I have to work a lot because that's a lot of money to count. Man, that accountant is in for one heck of a promotion, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, just really quick about that, because it's such a big deal. I feel like that's such a, a game-changing moment. Like, we saw this in college football a couple of years ago when, when Michigan State wanted to keep Mel Tucker as their head coach, and they said, we're going to give you 10 years and $95 million because we don't want you to go to LSU or another big school. And it was, whoa. And suddenly you saw huge coaches change locations that you never thought would change because schools just decided, screw it. We're going to offer these coaches all kinds of money because we can. There's no salary cap. I got a feeling we're kind of on the cusp of that right now in the NBA. Monty Williams told the, the Pistons no at least once. They just kept coming back at him with money until he said yes. Nine years and $78 million? Sure, I'll come to Detroit for that. So I think we may be at that point now for the NBA where you're going to see big-time coaches go after, where teams are going to say, hey, you're on a year-to-year contract. And this. No, we're going to bowl you over with some kind of offer that's going to get you to come coach for us instead of where you are right now. Yeah, Jason, I think you make a really excellent point here because, uh, you know, I was told throughout this process that uh, the the Pistons coaching job was ultimately going to go to Charles Lee. I mean, he was seen as a young up-and-coming assistant coach with the Milwaukee Bucks. He was seen as the next assistant coach that's going to be uh, qualified to be a head coach, and the Pistons is a good starting ground because they're in rebuilding mode. And that, you know, coaches like Monty Williams, they were only entertaining that if they wound up getting the number one pick because of you-know-who, Victor Wembe and so here, clearly in this case, what the Pistons did is they didn't have the roster to sell on him, so they sold him on the money and the security, which, as we've seen this past offseason, isn't something that even accomplished coaches have. For these teams that have championship expectations, if they fall short of that, sometimes the coaches head out the door, and obviously Monty Williams can attest to that. So I do wonder, will other qualified head coaches take that money because it's hard to say no to that and the reality is a lot of coaches before they wanted to value you know how good the roster is how good ownership is because a head coach is usually only as good as how good those factors are and especially for head coaches trying to get their first break there is a perception real or not that if you accept a rebuilding you know, position, and it's just a lot of turbulence, and it's inevitable you wind up getting fired. Your reputation is then sullied, and it's harder to then get the next job. And in this case, maybe it doesn't matter because you're just banking in the dough, right? You're raking it in. So it is a really interesting precedent. I don't know if it's a game changer, but certainly something to keep your eyes on on what the variables coaches wind up valuing the most, and how does that, you know, cut down as far as aspiring young coaches trying to get their foot in the door versus these accomplished coaches that may have more choices. If nothing else, I'm making a super cut of Monty Williams player slash coach highlights set to Foo Fighters, my hero. Anyway, uh, <laughs> back to serious matters, though. The John Morant story and the words used uh, very carefully 
uh, judiciously and uh, lawyer-like uh, by Adam Silver, not wanting to take away from these NBA finals, uh, but that new findings in their investigation uh, lead us to the conclusion, whether it's right after the finals, whether they wait till the crowning of Wenbayama uh, and he shows up in San Antonio, um, whatever the case may be, we're talking about it here, Mark, thinking it's probably going to be a year with some of the weight that he put on that. What say you? Yeah, I don't know if it's going to be a year, but I think it's certainly going to be significant because this isn't the first time that obviously he had these incidents incidents with the Instagram Live video and then out in Silver's case, whether you thought he was lenient or he served, you know, he gave an appropriate punishment, he talked with John Morant face-to-face and made it clear what the expectations were moving forward. And at that point, it was almost like the first strike rule, okay, and after that, there's not as much lenient. And so here, I think it's more about judging by the actions than the words. So I do expect a harsher punishment. But, you know, as far as his messaging goes, I felt like he just tripped over himself here. Like, you you got to choose a lane. If you're not going to want to create more attention about the job Morant situation, particularly in the NBA Finals, just say that we're continuing the investigation and we still have work to do. Acknowledge the severity of it and that we're taking it seriously, but we still have a lot of other steps to take care of, therefore no news to report, right? But again, like, here's Exhibit A of me commenting on it. If you're going to say we have had reached conclusions but we're not going to announce it, it's inevitable that it's now more content for people to talk about during the finals. It also seems inevitable in today's social media age and the fact that, you know, I think that, you know, there's obviously a lot of good reporting that goes on the NBA. It'll get out what the punishment's going to be. So it's going to cloud the attention over the NBA finals. So it's just... It's just one of those weird things that the league tends to trip itself over about and overthinks these things as opposed to choosing one lane or the other. All right, Mark, let's finish uh, getting back to the NBA Finals. If I said to you, the NBA Finals is going to end in blank games, what's your final answer? I think it'll be over in uh, six games. um, Wow. Yeah, but look, I think that... It's going to be one of those things where the Nuggets are clearly in control of the series, and Miami just wins because, look, they're competitive, they're resilient, they're not going to fold, and maybe one of the other games, Denver lets its guard down. But, look, clearly the Nuggets are above and away, the more superior team offensively, and barring, obviously, any injuries, um, they're going to be in control of the series. And I also don't expect that there are going to be injuries for the Nuggets to worry about because they've had literally zero games missed for many of their players during the postseason because of ailments. So I expect that that will continue even in the finals. Wait, but what if Scott Foster and Tony Brothers get assigned to every game the rest of the way? <laughs> Put in the uh, the big guns to make it interesting, huh? <laughs> get all, I know, all I know secret. is this, I can guarantee uh, Eric Lewis won't be there. I thought that oh, was... No, no. Uh, I was going to say, <laughs> secret option C. Oh, yeah, his investigation's over. He's back in. Well, I thought that was funny. They said that the, the, the investigation's still ongoing, but the, it was not ongoing enough to determine, look, he's not going to be part of the crew. I also find it fascinating that when the league announces, oh, we need to investigate things, when social media has already been able to investigate it for itself, and the video 
and the evidence speaks for itself. Like, what is there to investigate? But I digress. You can follow him on Twitter at Mark G underscore Medina. That's at Mark G underscore Medina, longtime NBA insider covering the finals. Mark, have a great weekend. We will talk to you after game two. I appreciate you guys. There you go. See you, Mark. There goes Mark. Now, selfishly, completely selfishly, I would like Charles Lee to get a head coaching job somewhere so I could run the line. Instead of me, they hire Charles Lee. Put him in command. I'm the head coach. We Nicely done. Well done. I really there we go. <laughs> I'm a head coach. Wee! I mean, that's my absolute favorite line from Hamilton. That is that is pretty well general. done. Wee! I like when they curse. <laughs> yeah, no, they do a lot of cursing. Good. Do a lot of cursing. Damn. Yeah, do a lot of cursing. And they talk about a lot of dead people. So, I mean, you must love that. Well, it is, really it like is one of my favorite things yeah. to talk about history and, and remembrances. Instead of me, they hire Charles So Lee. long as we invoke their names and their memory, they're never truly gone. Oh, that's that's very that's very Ted Lasso esque line that you have right there, Roger Dodger. Fourteen was offside. <laughs> Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This sounds so loud. Make it lower. It sounds so loud. It's too loud. Morris Day and the Time wish they had songs like that. Too loud. Jason, do you need me to play something better? Yes. No. Hit it. No. No. Sing it, Jay. Just like the Nuggets. Tenure in the back row. This song is not happy. This song doesn't make you feel good. This song is very introspective. This song makes you think of cloudy weather. This song isn't really fun to listen to. You want to go sing this one at karaoke no. with me? We'll get a couple of no. drinks in us and get after it? No, Come no, on. no, no. The first name in the bleeping band is Tears. Come on, man. There could be happy tears. No. Tears of relief. Tears for fears. I'm crying because I'm afraid. No, I don't want that. But the endorphin rush sometimes <laughs> of being afraid lets you know you're alive. And the nacho hair bowl, yo. That is right. <laughs> you have to listen to the whole show. It's, trust me, that's a thing that Frostburg did. Okay. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Arman, live from the Tyrac.com studios. So big news in the NBA today. I mean, outside of the Nuggets on their way to a four-game sweep of the Heat. Uh, the rest of the Eastern Conference is very happy with everything they heard today from the Boston Celtics. So Brad Stevens, who's been running the Celtics the last couple of years after kicking himself upstairs, uh, announced that Joe Missoula was coming back as head coach. Mm-hmm. All right, Now, I admit I was wrong. I thought he was going to wind up being the fall, fall guy. guy. Yeah. But judging by everything they've done today, I understand why they did it, and rest of the NBA has got to be really happy. But before we get into Stevens' announcement, the dollars, the cents, and the roster. The fact that Nick Nurse and Monty Williams are now off the chessboard probably played a role, at least to some degree. If we were to build out a giant pie chart, what kind of pie are we we looking at in the pie chart? Mm, pie. Mm. Yeah, at least a small sliver of it is going to be the fact that two of the biggest chips are gone, and now you're looking at Budenholzer and uh Bringing back Doc Rivers. Come on, man. <laughs> Doc, go for Doc, man. Doc. No, but look. A to B. I won there. I know it was 15 years ago, but I could bring KG back. He's, he's Ray Allen could probably still spot up he's and shoot good. as well as any of these other guys. He's still good. I'm telling you, he's still good. Why not? I'm Rajon Rondo, playoff Rondo. Forget about playoff Jimmy, playoff Rondo. I mean, 2008. I mean, 15 years, Rondo, but just like yo. yesterday. When he was a rookie uh, running around, yeah. But they bring Missoula back, and I understand why. Even though I disagree, I, 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 I understand why. Because it was his first year. They did win 57 games, and they made it to within one game of the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. 
we don't want to suddenly cut bait on a guy we think could eventually be a really, really good head coach. Well, right? and who we came in in a very stressful, yeah, kind of chaotic it. situation, right? We I had rumors of the discord between Brown and Tatum mm-hmm. uh, coming into the season, and then that gets exacerbated by Idoka being shown the door and the locker room being ill at ease with how replacement uh, continuity and where you're making this move right as you're heading into a season. So I get that in theory, but on the same day they decide to bring Missoula back, the Athletic has a report that the team clashed with him deeply over the back third and into the playoffs of the season because he sacrificed defense, which was their hallmark, for more offense. Sure. To the point where the players were so upset, they would end their huddles by, instead of saying one, two, three south, they would send one, two, three defense. Like, hey, yeah, we I have to be better em. on defense, right? Which my heart, oh, by the way, come on. A team saying we need to get back to play better <laughs> defense, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> Look right. at that. Take that, coach. I love that. I one, love two, that. three defense. You know I what? You're that. the guys on the court. Yeah. Oh, I love Whatever Missoula may have been you know, stressing and emphasizing in his whiteboard speeches, you still have to go play defense. Yeah, but there's certain things in transition. That, do they make it harder because you want somebody deeper under the hoop that can't get back? You know, there's all these different things. So on the day that they say they're bringing Missoula back, we get the story that the Celtics say, hey, uh, we really clashed with Joe Missoula. And when it comes to Jalen Brown, who's got this big contract extension coming up yep. in the offseason, the Celtics say, we want to keep Jalen Brown here. So basically... The Celtics' plan is to bring everybody back next year and hope things get better. Run it back. I mean, run it back. Everybody in the NBA is going, yes. What a great, great. We are so happy about that because we have seen that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown by themselves running a team are not enough to win. They're not enough. They disappear. It's whatever it is, a lack of leadership, anything else. Missoula didn't bring it. Oh, they're bringing everybody back? Because now it's hard to go out and get somebody with this big extension for Jalen Brown. So their big philosophy is we're going to hope the calendar changing is going to be what we do. Really? You can't win that way. You can't win by saying – it's not like – it's Tatum's first year there and Brown's first year sure. there. These guys have been, even though they're young, they've been there a while. And we've seen this iteration of the Celtics isn't enough. They have really good team. You know, White's been there a while, right? Big playoff hero that he was. Marcus These Smart. guys have all been there, yeah. and they haven't won. So what makes you think that, oh, next year, when other teams in the East are going to get better, when they're all going to improve, the Knicks are going to get Embiid, all these things are going to happen, and you're going to say, oh, we're just going to come back with the same group and expect a different result? You're insane. But the rest of the league is happy because they know, well, we can scratch the Celtics off because you know when push comes to shove, they're not going to be tough enough. I do like that you got the that's insane or you're insane because you did just give the definition of insanity. (laughs) Has it happened? It could happen. Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. Now, some would say that's scientific method. Yes. And that you need to validate that you only have one or two uh, samples that you can't. You're still theory testing at that point. Mm -hmm. Uh, However, I would say from the Celtics side of it, um, Brown, for one, I mean, he's top 20 guy. Right, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to sit player. here and do that. Yeah. yeah, let's rank them all. Yeah, no, but, no he's probably periphery top twenty. But legitimately, sure. he is a guy that would go probably fifteen to twenty, or if you really want to go. 
by the end of uh, the second full roster, mm-hmm. he's he's gone in your draft. So um, you keep stars around if you can, right? Especially uh, looking at some of the successes because you can't you can't just denigrate everything they've done because they've been highly successful regular season, haven't gotten over. So what's the, the the part of the equation that needs to change? Well, the they need more bench help, right? Relying on Al Horford both as a scorer and somehow to play defense, which he did terribly for large stretches of the last round, uh, that that's not going to work. Uh, so going and finding more consistent outside shooting, but the continuity of going into a regular off season, going through the process of camps uh, and the summer league and all of these things, bringing in talent now money wise. Yeah. It's, we always know the, the funny business, of the the NBA and trades requiring that silly uh, get the salaries within a certain amount and all that fun stuff, uh, but you can remake some of the roster. But I wonder if Missoula there, especially when you're going to lose a number of assistants, because that's the other part. You're going to bring in some other capable veteran coaches, which is not it's not a big deal to be staff. losing the guys to Adoka who because you're going to you need other people. It's the old hey, let's bring in some some. Some veteran, veteran guys who've been through voices. it to help you a little bit. Yeah, like like the like the Rams bringing in Wade Phillips to help Sean McVay. You're yeah. going to need that at some point. Someone to help yeah. steady the things, and certainly from Missoula, someone. Um, I mean, maybe we get hired to go help him out with his interview skills. So yeah, the he optics is not, of that he is are better. Not, he is not a. Uh, he's not. He's not an easy. Uh, um, easy guy in in interviews. No, the the number of people that tried to stand for him I was like, no, 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 no. He's a, he's a big boy. He's got the job, so he's got to be able to answer questions. Oh, whoa, whoa, Henry, Henry, Henry. He's a big boy. He can handle it. Don't answer for him, Henry. He's a big boy. Go ahead. You answer now. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Henry, Henry. Take it easy. Let him answer. Nicely done. But the the idea that you get a full off season, whatever brain trust you create with veteran coaches coming in, and let's face it, there'll be a long, hard look at the tape and situational basketball which they've been awful for years playoff-wise, right? And that goes back before Missoula takes over. Mm-hmm. But when to call timeouts, sequencing at the end. I, th- I think, he, you know, the George Strait song is called I'd Like to Have That One Back. <laughs> I think he's got a couple of those. He'd probably grab a guitar and sit down on a porch swing and sing a few bars. Twitter at How About a Fresca Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. I said guitar. So, yeah, good luck. We're just going to hope things get better next year. Good. Congratulations. You're not winning the NBA title. Again, you wonder why the Celtics are on my never again list. I feel much better about them on my never again list today after all these decisions that went out that I even did two days ago. Now, if the Heat gets swept, do they join them? No, no, no. Because when I picked the Heat to go to the NBA Finals a couple of years ago and went before, no, they I picked them to get there. They did exactly what he needed to do. Okay. I picked them to get there and then lose. Just so ask. That's him. what happened. That's yeah, what I needed. no, same, same here. No, for no, me this they, year. They, they have not. And so long as there's Jimmy, no, no, no. I'm still going to be a stand. As him long, and, yeah, no, him you're and stylish Tyler here. As long as they, you pick them to advance to the level they advance to. Getting past that is gravy. No, no, you don't have to be. And, no, and no. I look forever in a sweatsuit has to be. Udonis Haslam. <laughs> he's 58 years old, still still on the roster. Can he be playing? He's going he's to play about eight minutes tonight. You just watch. Well, they were cheering for him last round when they were blowing out the Celtics, calling his name. Get him in there. Uh 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jason, I have good news. They just announced that Kate Bush will be headlining with Tears for Fears on August 2nd. Are you ready? Among the concerts I won't be seeing. Can you handle the Bush? I guess I guess I would pick Kate Bush because I'd only have to hear this song once where I'd have to hear Tears for Fears like the rest of all their songs. That's enough. Because like, I don't really know any other Kate Bush songs, so maybe I'd like some other ones. Is wow. Peter Gabriel going to show up? Why is Peter Gabriel going to be there? Don't give up. 
He's got, I'd like Peter Gabriel. Hat. I mean, that's their famous. That was get, their number one hit. Get like a nice, like, 18-minute version of In Your Eyes. Hey, Jason. Moved on to another town. What do you got? Yeah. George Bush is showing up, too. Is he? No, yeah. not not good. No, no, not gonna not gonna do it. No, not gonna not gonna. Wouldn't be prudent. Uh, not at this juncture. Not at this juncture. Uh, uh, Fox Sports Radio. It is the Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Uh, we got the play of the night coming your way in a couple minutes. But first, this bit about Tom Brady. We yeah. told you a week ago when the rumors first came out. Hey. Jimmy Garoppolo, he had to sign a waiver to sign his contract because he's not healthy with his foot injury. Oh, maybe now Tom Brady's going to come back. Oh, he wants to buy the Raiders. That was never going to happen. It was fun, right? though. All right, but we told fun you Fun to picture ago. him in a Raider uniform, yeah. especially post, uh, but it, know, it, the, but it wasn't. Frozen. it wasn't going to happen because if he wanted to play for the Raiders, he would have gone there two months ago. Yeah. He would have gone there in the beginning of Jimmy free agency. Jimmy would have never been there. No, Tom Brady isn't a, hey, Jimmy's hurt, Tom, do you want to play kind of guy. He's like, I'm Tom bleeping Brady, man. I say where I'm going to go. I'm not, oh, Jimmy's hurt, the guy that I got traded away from New England. I'm not stepping in for Jimmy. But that's the thing. If Brady wanted to keep his career going, he would have gone to the Raiders two months ago. It would have happened. But he didn't, so there's no way he's going. He made it official today by saying, I am, I am done playing, and... And he's looking forward to being an owner and stepping in with the Raiders, something he's very excited about, and all the other new things he's got, his broadcast job with Fox, all of these things. So he told you a week ago, and Brady said today, I am certain I am retired. So, yeah, yeah, he's not going to go play for the Raiders. At some point, you got to believe him. Um, I... Look, doesn't mean he hasn't been in a bubble working behind the scenes. Because remember, anytime, like, I don't know, we haven't seen this guy throw. It's like, yeah, he hasn't picked up a football. <laughs> I'm not talking about Brady. Just past iterations yeah. of, hey, this quarterback. and what? No, no, no. They're just sitting around twiddling their thumbs. Uh, so do I believe that he's put everything down? No, he's still staying in shape, so, but not for the same reason, right? It's all about the lifestyle brand and extending TB12. We joked about it that he's already got the installation there uh, at the win. I had the $16 protein powder shake. It was delicious. Mm, $16 protein I'm going to go back and get another one as long as someone else is paying for it again. So, yeah, so that wasn't happening. But Brady said today, I'm certain I'm retired. He's done. Leave me alone. We told you. Yep. We told you. We told you. Tom, since you said you're retired fully, can we talk about FTX a little bit? <laughs> Time now for the play of the night. Play of the night's brought to you by Progressive. Progressive making things even easier. They'll help you bundle your home and car insurance together so you can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Now, Frostburg, you have a very special play of the night coming our way right now. Well, it's going to be very special for you, Jason Smith. Ooh. Special for me. So it's a Max Scherzer highlight from today. Oh, no. I'm not that kind. It's a Marcana home run. Yeah. Where were you on this day in 1994? Oh, okay, wait a minute. Uh, June 1st, <laughs> 1994. <laughs> June 1st, anything happened with the Mets? Probably nothing. You know... The- Jet, no, June first, nineteen ninety four. Let's uh, let's refresh oh, your memory. Okay, th- you know what? I think I know exactly where I was. Go ahead. Come on the line and one more shot. That's Spike Lee. <laughs> Thirty eight points for Miller. Hold on. In the fourth quarter. And 
Pacers now lead by 10. He finishes with 39 points, 25 on the fourth quarter, only four away from an NBA playoff record that is held by Eric Sleepy Floyd. And, Jason, it ended with the most famous choke sign at Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. 93-86, your final. Yeah. No, I remember I was working at ESPN, and this was the run. The Knicks had a two-year run that just ended with heartbreak, right? It was the Charles Smith against the Bulls in 93. It was this in 1994. And it was it was a difficult time because we had gotten so close. But I remember I was working – I want to say I was working in graphics that night because I got to watch the majority of the game, mm-hmm. and it was just absolutely just just mind blowing that they would lose that way. And I and and I remember at ESPN, and after the show, everybody wanted to talk to me because I was like the only Knicks fan about of all the PAs that were there because everybody that works there is from New England was from New England area. They were all Celtics fans, mm-hmm. or so I was the only Knicks fan. So it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your Knicks suck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, sometimes you got to wear it. Yeah. I mean, on a positive side, on that date, uh, FX premiered. Really? FX premiered? And that's the thing is, I like so many FX. Anytime FX has a new show, if I hear something about it and I go, do I like it? If FX has it, I'll watch it. I'll at least give it a shot. Yeah, most FX of the time, has yeah. a pretty good track record, yeah. man. Pretty good. Go. Wow, premiered this day in 1994? 1994. Wow. Had that Same in- day, Reggie Miller choked oh, you out. Oh, man. The Spike Lee choke sign. The Spike Of course, Lee we're going to start commemorating June 1994 things. We're going to get into a dark place. Uh, well, here, well, here's the one thing, too, is that I wanted, I really wanted Spike Lee to just stop. Dude, just stop, man. You're motivating the guy to beat us. Just stop. But nobody told me. Spike, you got to stop. Nobody Wouldn't told me. Wouldn't do it. Wouldn't do it. And then me, uh, Reggie Miller, and Spike Lee went to a strip club. <laughs> Wow, that got weird right away. Seinfeld. No, I know, but it it just it still get, got weird right away that you went to, you went to, you went to the strip club part of it. Now yeah, we're ending the night. Ben Maller's coming up next. <laughs> Twitter it out about a fresca. Mike at Swollen Dome. The Jason Smith Show with my best friend Mike Harmon. Jimmy Tuckett. Our best of podcast goes up in about ten minutes on iTunes. You can use the iHeartRadio app wherever you listen to your podcast. You get it. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Download it. Rate us. Subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever again. Wherever you listen to podcasts, it is there. Coming up next, my buddy Ben Maller. This is Fox. It's Himmy Tuckets. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.